Welcome, welcome everybody, welcome to our very first episode. And Jimmy, will you just let them know what, what, what that episode is? Sorry, can you hear me? I can now. Okay, all right. So we are, we are going to talk about the uh, Appalachian State Mountaineers football program and the the new head coach that was just recently hired. And that's a great topic to talk about today. You know, new starts, Indeed. new beginnings, new show. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just yes, dive right indeed. into it. You know, as as you know, um, I believe his name is Eli Drinkwitz. Am I saying it correctly? Jimmy, you're a... Uh, more so. in tune of making sure I'm I'm saying things right, you know, because I already know that I make myself sound like an idiot half the time anyway. So uh, <laughs> you do help me direct me in saying their names right half the time. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know, uh, Jimmy, can, I know that we looked up and we didn't know a lot about them, still don't know really too, too much about them. Yeah. Can you break down what we got, you know, just who he was, you know, where he came yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so so right now uh, the the position that he left to come to Appalachian was uh, he was the offensive coordinator and QB coach at NC State. Okay. Um, and then, you know, dialing back a little bit, looks like he's he was uh, an assistant coach uh, in Arkansas um, and – uh, specifically, let's see, 06 to 09, he was a high school offensive coordinator for Springdale, Arkansas. Um, and let me just tell you, I I <clears throat> traveled down there for for my for my job quite a bit, and I actually drove by the stadium where he used to coach at. And this this place is nice. It's it's uh, Built, built like a kingdom. <laughs> it's not your typical high school so, program, in, in in essence, is it, what you're getting at. And 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 if you if it you know certainly anything, doesn't appear if, that way. Yeah, if from the, the program exterior. itself, if you if you've got you know those boring afternoons where you're not watching anything, you could look up this program because they did follow um, a kid that was going to school there. Um, uh, I can't remember the show, and I know we could find reference to it. And we could put it on the uh, um, on on our Facebook page to follow it or find it if you have any interest. But the program mm-hmm. is a program, and it's a good high school program, and they produce yeah. a pretty well known name coach. <laughs> so, um, you know, Gus Malzahn came came from there. That's that's the high school that he, you know, was at and made made them what they are. 
or will help them make it. Let's just put it that way. So, sure, sure. You know, and, but, and uh, PJ, let yeah, me uh, let me help let me help put this on the map for some of the listeners. Uh, so Springdale, Arkansas, is located in Northwest Arkansas, and there are three major companies that are uh, centrally located there that they operate out of. So you got mm-hmm. number one is is JB Hunt, number two mm-hmm. is Tyson, um, mm-hmm. and number three mm-hmm. is the one and only Walmart. Uh, Wally which World is only about Wally World is only about the Wally World headquarters is only about 20 minutes north of Springdale, uh, up in Bentonville, Arkansas. Mm. So, um, you know, it, it really doesn't surprise me that they can that they can get some talent over there, um, knowing you know the uh, the local support that they could get from from mm. these big corporations. Um, well, it's obvious not they're surprising. getting from somewhere. Not surprising. You know, let's, yeah, you know, for let's, sure. You know, like like we said, numbers don't lie. And what you were talking <laughs> about, you saw a stadium. You know why? Well, hey, that stadium's not built pro bono. I can tell you that much. <laughs> and no, it isn't. No. You know, regardless of we're not. I'm not accusing. We're saying where they got the money from exactly, but they apparently have got donors or alumni. Sure. Wherever they're getting it, sure. it's not from the state because the state ain't going to make you look that pretty because they got to contribute uh, to all, not just to one. Not alone. Yeah, that's yeah. not alone. That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so so let's let's move on. So from there, um, Eli moved on to Auburn. Uh, I don't know, as a quality control assistant from 2010 to 11. Then he moved on from there in 2012 to Arkansas State as a running backs coach, um, and then moved up from uh, running backs coach to offensive coordinator and kept the running backs coach, uh, running backs 2013. Then from Arkansas State, he moved to Boise State, coached the tight ends 2014, and uh, in 15, Boise State offensive coordinator and quarterbacks, and then. Lastly, where he came from was NC State offensive coordinator, quarterback coach, sixteen to eighteen. Now so he he's came in Boone. down with the coach from uh, Boise when they took over. Yes, right. That's gotcha. exactly right. Gotcha. That's exactly so right. So he uh, he was a part of a an offense that apparently has has some success with with without question it's working for him. It, well, it sounds like certainly. <laughs> Seems like it. Certainly seems like it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, from me to you, Jimmy, and, and let the listeners know, you know, this ain't something that we make up. You know, a, a lot of people, if you don't know me, um, you know, I don't know if you want to get to know me, but, you know, <laughs> this is just how <laughs> Jimmy and I are. And, and Jimmy has this unique ability to bring out, you know, emotions in me just by questions or topics. And it's just just our banner back and forth. This ain't a, you know, something that we put on just for you know thinking because no. we think it's funny. This is just how we are. <laughs> this is just this is just how we how our conversations go. This is this is how we talk. Um, and we have a every day. <laughs> yeah, it, and that's the that's the harsh reality of it. We may not talk for a year, but in, in that year, it's just like we paid, left off and was like, hey, I'm just saying, man, you know. All over yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And that's why we just wanted to share it with y'all because you know, our opinions are opinions, and that's all we got. And 
And saying that, Jimmy, my question is to you, what do you think of the hire? Right? As an alum, as a former, you know, you know, just what do you think right off the bat? Well, here's, okay, I have a couple thoughts. Um, my, my first thought is, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad the, I'm glad the job wasn't vacant for long. So, you know, we can, we can get our feet under the program. We can get our recruiting going right away. Um, I mean, I, you know, I haven't put the dates down to it correct, like exactly, but what was it? It was open for what, about eight days? something like that not long yeah Yeah, not maybe a week a day yeah like you said maybe satterfield made the announcement that he was going to louisville and then i think almost just exactly a week later then uh appalachian uh uh, announced that they were they were bringing eli in yeah um so i'm glad that it wasn't vacant for long that the that the program wasn't left stagnant for too long that's uh, i'm happy for that um here's here's one of my concerns though um we, uh, you and I had this podcast a while back, and we were talking about this the Satterfield situation, and how we kind of felt like he he dethroned uh, Coach Moore a little bit. Uh, yeah. So, um, and then and then we were we were a little we were a little off to- on topics where you know he. Um, just kind of he dethroned more and then kind of up and left for the quote unquote bigger program uh, up in, up mm-hmm. in Louisville. Um, my concern is that we've kind of reinvented that wheel again with with this Eli uh, Eli coach. Yeah. Um, you know, what what are your thoughts? That, that's that's I, I'm glad I'm glad it wasn't vacant for long. Uh, my concern is that. Um, we didn't – I think we could have spent a little more time reviewing candidates because I know a lot of people – it's not like we had to go out and post a job and get yeah. and beg for applicants. I mean, I think people were calling Appalachian begging for an interview. I, with, I think it was with, kind of the other fact, way around. I, I know, yeah, as I told you, and I'm not going to get into too much specifics, and you know why, but I know for a fact, <laughs> yeah. for yeah. a fact, 100%. Bet my everything in my life that there was other coaching candidates calling, publicly saying things to to let them know that they wanted this job. Now, now yeah. to what I think, you was talking, you know, our previous, you know, our preview show, if you will, kind of mm-hmm. the direction and the banner that we was looking to have back and forth, saying what Scott did, you know, again, we, we're not thinking that he should have stayed. He had, you know, 3.5 million, pretty good reason to leave. But sure, it was a great opportunity. What we, you know, what we were saying is, finish what you start. You should have yeah. coached that last game. And I've gotten rebuttals back and forth. And let me just prove. Let me just throw this one out. And 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 we didn't talk, you know, talk about it. But if you remember last season, there was a coach that was at UFC, and he sure. announced that he took the Nebraska job. Yep. And what did he do? Oh, what, oh, he coached his last ball game against Auburn. Much later <laughs> yeah. in the the December, if you will. Um, but yeah. um, yep. 
you know, but that was important to him to do and give to his team. So you're telling me that 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 the Cardinals is such a powerhouse that they, you know, Nebraska is just a different program. That was my argument. Okay. So anyway, so back to that. So what I think, okay, well, yeah, you know, um, I think what really kind of, you know, that I felt bad and, and, you know, my bitterness to the side, again, if you remember, they announced two days before the game, no, three days, I'm sorry, three days, because it was two days before they announced the hiring, because they announced it on Thursday. Um, the They told, um, who was the interim? Uh, Ivy. And the yeah. team, three days before, that he would not be the head coach next year. Now, yeah, that was three days why after in the they, world, yeah. you know, so here's the university making a statement yeah okay it's obvious that apparently didn't affect the team too much because they went on and they waxed the floor with middle tennessee right they did and yeah, i'm, what, and I'm glad for the them yeah yeah and i'm glad for them they had Very some happy fun. That they, yes but before that as an outsider we need another distraction really <laughs> i mean my mom and you know this is me I think before I, you know, I speak before I think, right? That's that's me. That's me. Um, but obviously, they could have kept that in house. They didn't need to tell the whole world that Mark <laughs> Ivy wasn't going to go become the next assistant coach. <laughs> they they could have they could have held a private press conference with just the team. Um, and I'm just saying, <laughs> left it at that. <laughs> I, just, I, I just I'm sitting here thinking. Lord, my mom used to get on me. Uh, I mean, about you know, you know, just doing stuff, just to say it or not thinking. What the heck were they thinking? I, mean, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. You you got the biggest bowl game of these these kids' career again for the school. Let's not think about the kids for the school. Uh huh. And you know you're going to make more money if you win. <laughs> well. Yeah. Why would you do that? What What were you thinking? What was the true justification? Not only did you announce it to Ivy, you told the team at the same time. I, I just think that could have been yeah. handled totally different. Okay, so here we are. So you asked me what I think. Well, my, my thought that day, I was like, you know, I'm still stewing. I'm like, what the heck? You know, this is yeah. – why would they do that? That just don't make no sense. Well, mm-hmm. you know, and then they announced who it was. So my first thought was our athletic director, being that, that the situation that he's he's in, not that he put himself in, but that he's in, he has right. made the decision to try to benefit him himself career-wise. There's no other explanation to me because with what we just read off, I would think that this coach is is on the fast track of trying to get to a bigger program, yeah. Power Five. Well, I, that's just the way it looks. We just, we just saw it. We, we yeah. just saw it happen. Yeah. I mean, what Satter, Satterfield came in. He, he, he was here three seasons. Well, yeah. You know, minus the bowl game, last bowl game, but he was here three seasons, and you know he's he's out out the door. Out gone, you know, and out gone. So here we are again. You're hiring a coach that that has no ties to the area at all, 
And the reason I even say ties because, again, back to who we are as a football program university. Coach mm-hmm. Moore established in, in, in us as fans and people in the community, we felt a part of the team in a certain aspect because everybody just was here, and it, it just felt like there was locals. There was your next-door yeah. neighbor. Yeah, a certain, certain family. Yeah, it just it was. Yeah, I, I've never I can't explain it more than just as your family or your next door neighbor. I mean, these guys, you know, well, are, are just guys, but they're you know football guys, and so that's what you're used to as a fan. So here we are. What do you do? You hire somebody that's going to possibly, if he succeeds, and I hope he does, but if he succeeds. He's gone. Yeah, we I, just, I just I mean, don't get. I don't get that. And, the, and I think and I think, I think for a why. program, <laughs> I, I think I think for a program that has just recently moved up. Um, and you know, I, I want think, you to I think that you word need, program program. Yeah, it's a it's In, a program. You know, they they were no doubt. They were they were so dominant in the Southern Conference and for a long time and you know what they got the opportunity to finally move up and the Sun Belt agreed to take them in and for them for the, for the program to recently do that I just think you need a little more you need a little more solid ground at the head coaching position than than what I think the the program is doing right now yeah. um I, I I mean you know. If, I, and I don't know if I don't know if Appalachian could have competed with, you know, co- contract negotiations with Satterfield. Maybe maybe they didn't want to keep him. I don't know. Um, but I, I just feel like, aside from that, I just feel like you know it would be nice to see somebody, you know, stick with it for the for a long haul. Because you know it seems like it seems like the team the teams itself. Uh, especially coming in the Sun Belt, they're good. I mean, they, they have not struggled in the Sun Belt Conference, not once. No. Um, and, you know, so it, it seems to me like there's, there's still another step up they could go. And why wouldn't, yeah. why wouldn't, uh, why wouldn't a head coach want to, you know, Build that. take that and own it and, and, you mm-hmm. know, kind of, kind of be that guy to take that program to the next level. Um. I don't know. There. I just, that that chance is there. You're not I without a doubt, if they keep winning and if we could get another athletic department to kinda, you know, um, you know, get on the, the same playing level. I and I'm not discouraging them because it's hard. It's hard to get other 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 sports going here in Boone. It always has been. And yeah. you know that's been through every athletic director. So, I mean that's just a hard thing. But it, it, it's the nature of the beast. But the chances of us moving up, they're not out of out of the norm. Because if you sit here and think about it, okay, the ACC's right here. And who no doubt. tell me a team right now that we couldn't absolutely compete with and probably dominate right now in the ACC in the state of North Carolina. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I hate to say that. I mean, because you know, it kind of discouraged, you know, my argument a little bit for what it is. But you know, 
I, I, I truly think that they would kick Carolina's butt this year. I think they would have been oh. State this year. You know? Well, I, they, I know they know. would have owned Duke, and I know they would have whooped, whooped Wake Forest this year. So there's your yeah. three ACCs, right? Yeah. So yeah, right here in North Carolina. Well, how is how is the ACC not looking at that, saying this team in Boone is better than anyone we got in North Carolina <laughs> consistently? Consistently, it, sure. You, you could only keep a blind eye to it so long, and especially right. if you had a coach that came in and kept doing it over and over again. They'd have to finally, you know, say, "Hey, maybe we need to talk." And as a coach, uh, you know, you built that. Need to do something. <laughs> yeah, you, you built that. Well, that. Right. You know, that's, I mean, that's, that's where they that's make a, monuments for you. You know. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's a that's a major major accolade. That would be a major achievement, and yeah. definitely something to be proud so, of for, forever. Yeah, and and. And, and, you know, hey, I could be dead wrong. This guy could be here for the rest of, of my life, you know. Mm-hmm. And but yeah. and he may build something. But that is not the direction that it looks on the cover of this book. And and saying that, you know, the reason I'm so kind of confused by it all is, like you said, you know, did they did they jump the gun? Did they not look hard enough? Did they not think a little bit before they acted? Because I don't think they did. Because that was obvious what yeah. they did the three days before the game. Because <laughs> I know valid question. Coach in Auburn, in Auburn, and he's been there more than just one year as a quality coordinator, if you will. <laughs> Coaching position title. Um, yes. That that one has ties to the games on Saturdays when they play him. Um, and that wanted to come up here. Making phone calls. Saying he wanted to come home. This man is saying the words, he wants to come home. You're at a winning program in the SEC. You're the recruiting coordinator for that program. Oh, my God. Yeah. How do you say yeah. no? Go ahead and say the name. Go ahead and say the name for Tim for everyone. Tim, he wanted to come home. His mom lives in Boone. Still here. Wanted to come home. That's what he's saying. No, I didn't want to come back to App. I want to come home. That man didn't want. He wanted to come here and build a a a legacy of his own here at App. He was here before. Yeah. But he wanted to come back because he went. He went. But he learned. I mean, that's what coaches do sometimes, and he did. But he wanted to bring yep. that knowledge back. And I think out of all the candidates, he was the guy that I would have wanted. I, I was pulling for John Settle because I like Settle. Um, and, you know, but in all honesty, I think Tim could have been that guy with the knowledge that he knew as recruiting before to what he's doing now in Auburn in the SEC. I'm sorry. He was definitely, in my opinion, the most qualified. Well, I certainly appreciate that, you know, he, he had been here overlapping with Satterfield uh, almost the entire time. And, you know, being the recruiting coordinator down there at Auburn, obviously 
obviously for a program like that, they're getting some talent, you know. Yeah. And building a pipeline up in Boone to to continue the success that you know the Mountaineers have had over over a number of years. I I love to see. I would have loved to see that combination work. And I I hope I hope Eli does a great job. I you know. I'd like to be wrong. But I, I I would. I, I could would. be wrong. And, and yeah. I could be. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm not. I could be wrong. I'm but... sorry, Jimmy. You know, I just I know that I I say before you know a lot a lot more than I should. But as I just don't feel there's there's something lacking right now. And. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. Could it be this? Could it be that? But the way the program is making decisions, I don't think they're making them for the program. And I don't see why they're not. <laughs> I mean, I think, I I'm think not the most the intelligent six... cat in the world, but I know how to form a direction and try to find that direction. Right. And, and, and well, I here, didn't have to go to... Go ahead. Sorry. Here's one thought. You know, I I think that all the success that the the program, the the football program has had at Appalachian over so many years now, I think somebody's gonna gonna end up taking that for granted one of these days. And mm-hmm. it's not as easy as it looks. Um, and they can't just they can't just put anybody. They can't just put a warm body in the hot seat and expect to have it. You're in and you're out. No. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, no doubt. It does, and that's just we hope we hope that that the 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 legacy of that football that well let's just be honest Jerry Moore built um, the winning tradition continues. I, I yeah I don't want to be a part of of a losing program. Nobody does as a fan, and um, that's hard. And that and 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 the, to that saying, you know, yes, there are a losing season, there are down years, but that that's just the nature of college football. That's the nature of really any competitive sport on the level that we're at. And that's what they call rebuilding years. Yeah, and but see, we're throwing rebuilding years on top of 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 moving up to the FBS, and and the way that it was presented to everybody as a whole. Let's just be honest. We're ten and two, right? We 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 possibly could have been eleven and two, or or nine and three. You know, if we played yeah. Southern Miss, right? Um, right. And and saying that though, we're ten and two, and the best bowl game we get to is December fifteenth. Wow. You know that 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 is a program you got to swallow that a little bit and be like, huh, we're a mid-major school because. I mean that's what we are. From playing the national championship games, to me that that matters something. And and you know you and I we we if to let everybody know we we went and looked and to see if there was more money made. And now there's a whole lot of you know red tape here and there of of you know you know more students and this and that and another. But it's apparent that there's more money being made. True. Right, Jimmy. True. Yeah. I mean that's a fact. And so. Because I was going to go a different direction, but Jimmy set me straight, and that's why Jimmy's here because he sets me straight. <laughs> and when when it comes to numbers, there ain't nobody that I also I got to. 
And, and you know, hey, I'm just saying that's just the fact there. <laughs> so, um, I just as a as a man that wants, I don't know, uh, Jimmy. I, I you've got a competitive nature. I've got a competitive nature. If you're a sports fan, you've got one. Sure. And sure. And, and 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 having that and growing up, I guess the time that we did, I guess it's hard for me to swallow from playing the national championships to. R&L carrier ball. Yeah. I don't know. Because uh, the way that I thought yeah. it was presented to everybody was, oh, we're, we're moving up to the big boy league. Really? Uh, you know, again, nothing against the Sun Belt. And those other teams, they don't look any different than the ones we played in the Southern Conference. Not much. Um, Not much for that, sure. That, yeah, to me, I'm sorry that they just don't competitive yeah. wise. Um, I, I but I mean, but, however, as as we were saying earlier, though, I still think there is that opportunity to move up to another level if yeah. they continue to dominate the way they're dominating in the southern in, in the Sun Belt Conference right now. Yes, without a doubt. So again, again, why why would a coach not want to own that and and carry and carry the program up up to the next level? But maybe you know, as a as as a salesman, you know, by trade, um, maybe somebody's not presented it to them, or or I don't know how they're not thinking about that. I don't know how all these boosters want to talk about people not pitching in and and this and that, or not getting <laughs> to the point of, um, guys, you 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 want to go to a ball game on the, you know, let me ask you this: Do you want to go to a ball game on December fifteenth or Jimmy, you want to go to a bowl game January first? New Year's Day. Okay, that and that is goal. not hard. Day that's game. not hard for anybody to sell. So, right. how do we get to that point? That's what a athletic director in my head at a program like ours should be thinking. And you I know, don't think he is. You know what? Um, I was taking a look at uh at the new coaches contract Mm -hmm. and it looks the numbers look identical to Satterfield's uh, expired contract Mm -hmm. and you know what kind of stood out to me was um, the the bonus tiers in in the base salary Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was uh, yeah I think I think it was 25 grand for a for a bowl game, for mm-hmm. you know a pre pre New Year's Eve New Year's Day. Yeah, uh, bowl I, game. I remember the breakdown and thinking. That okay. Was it, but okay. But continues. I'm sorry. Okay, so so the New Year's the New Year's bowl game bonus was less. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's gonna have to explain that one to me a little bit more. Uh, yeah, you know. You got me. I mean, I mean, is it just the inevitable fact that they can't get there? I mean, um, I mean, if you're if you're going to put something in the writing to me for a bonus structure like that, you better make dang sure that if if I reach the the pinnacle of the program's uh, playoff contention, that yeah, there better that, be that some needs incentive. To be in the hundred thousands, you know that that better there me. better have there better be some incentive behind it too. I, and that's and that's what I thought the word was was that you just used is incentive. 
Give yeah. me an incentive yep. to, to get you to that point. And, and, and that's just yeah. the, the nature of the business. And, okay, saying that, that's all that I would I would make less than going to an earlier bowl game. Right. But you want me to work that twice as hard. Yeah. That, <laughs> and, and see, that, I mean, there's that a lot does. of questions, and I, and I see that. So, I don't know, maybe we could do a little searching around and seeing if we could find out the true answer. But, you know, we don't. Yeah. Our pockets ain't that deep on this show, and that's what we no. thought. I'm just saying, power out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but I mean, I mean, in, in the generalist, in the simplest terms, that contract is not for a coke and a smile. That I mean, that's a to me, it looks like a big deal. I mean, that's a 400 grand salary with all these different bonuses. Just basis. Yeah, um, you know, I think I think he's yeah. looking to make like seven hundred thousand dollars when in this year, right? I mean, that's yes. the way that I. Uh, think. I mean, he's looking to get at least seven hundred thousand dollars. And <laughs> and to you know, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you know you know what the average income household in the United States is. I can tell you, it ain't no seven hundred thousand dollars <laughs> because because <laughs> if I had that. Yeah. I'd have a really good, I'm just saying, power hour show. <laughs> Y'all'd be paying me to, to not do it. <laughs> official, official and proper. <laughs> uh, but he, he, it's, yeah. and it's like, what's enough? And this is, this is, you know, and I, I was thinking this morning, just getting dressed and just thinking about, you know, talking with you later on, and people say it's just a business. Well. Is that how you just want me to take it because you say it's just a business? You know, this is something that, that as children, people dream for. Oh, yeah. Yep. You know, and now, now yep. oh, it's okay because it's just it's it's just a business. Look, I don't you know, know if they necessarily me, agree with you know, saying that. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, absolutely. No, I, I 100% agree. And, yeah. you know, from, from my personal standpoint, look, both my parents graduated from Appalachian. I graduated mm-hmm. from Appalachian. I'm hoping my kids go there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as legacies. And, um, you know, that's, to me, that's something that I'm proud of. I'm proud of yeah. personally. And I'm, I'm proud to call Appalachian, you know, my, uh, my alma mater. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and therefore, I want to see programs have success you know obviously obviously the football program has had success i want to continue seeing that but i you know that's not the only sport that's there and i want to see the others uh, succeed as well and and i think that's you you you, and that's you know something we'll touch on another segment but you talk about other pros programs succeeding well donors for the football program i think need to realize that there are other programs and not exactly. everybody that graduates from Appalachian State University and that are alum or donors to the university are fans of the football team. And, and I think for, that's for a long time. Not they, just, yeah. Right. They ahead, grow, grow up that way. They grow yeah. up they grow up, you know, being fans. They don't they don't just come in and start going to the ball games. They they yep. they grow up with it. And they, they it's uh it's part of home. <clears throat> yep. So So again, you know, we we're just kinda this is one of those topics that that can go on and on and on and we 
we've got a lot of different angles that we, we'd like to, to, to talk about and share, and it's just – and that's what we're looking to do. And, yeah, you know, that's that's where we're at, and that's why we come back to Jimmy just sitting laughing at the stupid things I say. <laughs> and for some reason, every time that we talk and we're sitting around and I may say something and, and I'll get to the point where I'll be like, you know, Jimmy, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> and that's how we are here at the I'm Just Saying Power Hour. So, Is it time to sound the bell? It's I, I think it's time to sound the bell, you know. Okay. So, well, and gentlemen, until next is, time. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. This is, uh, you know, segment one, and, you know, we're going to put other installments, so we hope you enjoy the the Fair World music for this one. But, uh, Jimmy, you got anything else you want to throw out to App Nation? I do not. Uh, just just appreciate your time, uh, you know, sounding this out with me, and uh, appreciate anybody who will listen. Hey, guys, we, we appreciate your ears. Follow us, share it, post comments, maybe topics, questions. Maybe some former App State people that you want to hear. I know that we're going to have a uh, hashtag uh, Pit Truck Shit Crew member on. I believe he goes by the name of Brian Stokes. Uh, I'm pretty stoked yep. about it. How about yourself, Jimmy? Yep. Oh, absolutely. So, you know, uh, you know, please give old Brian Stokes some love. We look forward to having him here on the next segment. And uh, until then, ladies and gentlemen, have a great day. <laughs>